Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. Garagelogic.com. Keyword passport. Too bad they don't have Fratelloni's Ace Hardware stores down in the Florida Panhandle. Uh, they would take care of you with all your needs for an impending hurricane, which is about to strike land as we speak. This podcast, GL Podcast number 21, October 10, 2018. The high uh, temp on this day was 90 degrees in 1928 in downtown Garage Logic. All of this brought to you by Fratelloni's Ace Hardware stores. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Invariably, uh, Donald Trump, when he's sitting in the Oval Office, uh, yeah. he, as he is as we speak, talking to emergency uh, officials about uh, what has to be done in the Florida Panhandle, he always sits with his arms folded, <laughs> you know, across his chest. Yeah. That's a defensive. I was just going to say. When you read body language, isn't that a defensive measure? You're saying I'm not listening intently to what you have to say at this time. No, it means that's the message. No, I don't think it's kind of like the way that. we sit I doing the show. I don't like you, and that's why <laughs> that's how I do the GL podcast. <laughs> you do do it that way. Well. Are we going to get the uh, the reporters, by the way, that are going to fake the? I don't severity? think you got to do the fake lean in this one. <laughs> Guys skipping in the background. There's enough wind Bailey's there that you don't have to do the fake lean. But let me let's talk about the hurricane. This is a bad one. Well, not who, that there's a good one, but who, I think this who, one's going to do a lot. Of how damage. bad is it? Who does your sense wins? You? Okay, I've done it for you. By the way, invariably when we talk about uh, the, uh, well, for example, yesterday the United Nations report that we only have 12 years left, that's about the 10th time we've heard that. I invariably get emails from GLers who are nevertheless intense critics of me and wonder why I'm burying my head in the sand when it, regarding the science of climate change. Well, a couple of points. From now on, I meant to do this today, I, I forgot. A uh, guy from Brainerd said, you're, 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 you're crazy. It's happening. Uh, two things. One, I defy anyone to find me on tape or in writing saying I deny climate change. Uh, you've never said that. No. The climate has always changed, and it always will. What I deny is the efforts being made to use it as an excuse to grow the government. That's what I deny. Right. And secondly, from now on, when I get the emails from critics who say, you're an idiot, you need to, you need to believe this, I will always fire back from now on, what are you doing about it? That's what I would like to know. What are you doing about it? Well, they're driving fuel flex vehicles. And That's not enough. Battery operators. That's not enough. What kind of light bulbs are they using? They got to go Pedro Luca before they can hector me. <laughs> they got to go cave living. They got to get a yurt. Now to the hurricane. Okay. Known as Michael. 
Okay, it's coming. Uh, it's coming uh, on land within moments, apparently, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, this is where CNN can at least be useful uh, for for no other reason than they can put cameras on the scene. I don't need to listen to their histrionics, but I, I enjoy the fact that they can get their cameras on the scene. Right. Uh, Michael is currently forecast by the National Hurricane Center to have maximum sustained winds of 125 miles an hour near its time of landfall, said Colorado State University meteorologist Phil Klotzbach. If that <laughs> nice name, Klotzbach, maybe. If that were to verify as its landfill intensity, Michael would tie Eloise in 1975 and the Pensacola hurricane of 1882. That's a sense. For strongest winds for a Florida panhandle landfall on record. Uh, as of late Tuesday afternoon, Michael had winds of 120 miles an hour, making it a Category 3 major hurricane. There's uh, Hurricane Eloise hit near Panama City. Florida on September 23rd, 1975, killed 21 people in the U.S. The, the, 19, the 1882 hurricane hit near Navarre on September 10th of that year. Another noteworthy mark, if Michael hits as a Category 3 hurricane, it would be only the, it would be only the 10th major hurricane to hit the panhandle since records began in 1851, Klotzbach said. And since 1950, only three major hurricanes have made landfall in the Florida panhandle. Eloise, 1975, Opal, 1995, and Dennis in 2005. Now, there's no denying this is a very serious storm. Right. And Johnny Height and I figured out what they meant when they said, if you haven't evacuated yet, stay where you are, it's too late. But what I can gather that means is bridges are closed, uh, right. highways are inundated with water, and, and what have you. You're dead already. You're dead already, so you might as well stay there. So there's no, there's no denying this is a very serious storm. But there's also no denying that it's been part of nature's cycle for thousands. Well, you're of proving years. it. Hundreds of, at least for sure, hundreds. Once What's we the main difference? There's people, people living up and down the shores of the Panhandle. You think when, uh, when the hurricane hit in uh, uh, 1882, there were, I have the figures. Do you think there were 3.8 million people? Uh, under that hurricane warning in the Florida panhandle? No. All right. Uh, and as this hurricane moves inland, uh, it will also be affecting, uh, there, it will also result in tropical storm warnings for 16 million people in several states. Didn't happen in 18. Well, I have a dumb question. In 18 whatever. Did, 1882. Did they even know a hurricane was coming? Well, that's a great I mean, question. Was there any way to predict that? That's true. Yeah. No, some, you know, some guy with an eye patch stood on the beach and looked out there and said, something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, my arthritis is on. Yeah, well, my thumbs are going to get wet. Hurricane Dennis um, sounds like a casual hurricane. He wears <laughs> he wears flannel. Uh, he's got some, uh, you know, some work boots, and he's just... He's kind of in and out quick. Hurricane Dennis is. You he's know, always asking, "Do you need anything?" Yeah, well, can I help Michael, you? Michael too. I mean, Michael? Mike. Get him right, Michael. Hurricane Michael is nice. Mikey. Yeah. Hurricane yeah, he's like Opal. Your neighbor kid. Hurricane Opal. I might be a little nervous about. Eloise. He's wearing Eloise. one of those parrot shirts. He's a parrot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And Eloise has got a shawl. Searching for his lost shaker of salt. Right. Eloise has got a shawl. You know. Yeah. Eloise sounds like grandma. Grandma. Yeah. Come in here. Right, she's got the grandma, grandma kiss. She's I've got seen you in so long. Why are you avoiding me? She's got the great grandma shoes that lace up. Yes. You know. I mean, you give me Hurricane Dimitri. I am leaving as soon as there's a first cloud. Hurricane Big Vinny. Yeah. Hurricane See. Vinny. I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. No, that's a great point. 
uh, attached to the coverage of this hurricane as as predictable crusher. is the hysterics of uh, the CNN crew and the Weather Center crew and any any network that gets down there, any cable news outfit. The intimation, of course, is this is the result of our profligate nature and how we've destroyed the earth when the truth is, no, hurricanes have been happening since the beginning of time. And as, as long ago as 1882, which in the cosmic scheme of things isn't that long ago, a hurricane of this intensity hit the same Florida panhandle. The difference, of course, now, A, more people, right. and B, more opportunities well, to do the fake lean into the wind to appear as a hero. And... Uh, and then hysterically, hysterically advertise the idea that this obviously is the result of climate change. No, it isn't. It is not. Okay, not the hurricane, but this last two weeks we've had of rainy weather, this has got to be the result of global warming. Not, not in I my mean, seriously. <laughs> no, not it, my It has not stopped raining for two weeks. You mean here in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Locally, oh, yeah, here in Minnesota region, it is evidence. This is, this is global warming. When's the last time we saw the sun here oh, in Minnesota? God. Oh my God! A month ago, yeah. I'm going to give you uh, Garage uh, Logic. By the way, is a, is a, is in Minnesota. It's in Gumption County, the 80, 88th county in Minnesota. Do you know that if you are paying attention, uh, and I doubt any of you guys are, but I'm going to I'm going to go forward with this. If you look at the mums, the flowers, the mums that are around town right now, mm-hmm. none of them are opened because there is no sun. What the hell is a mum? <laughs> It's a it's a flower. I know what a bean is. Why a would corn? Why, why would a mum open in the fall? Aren't they about ready to pack it in? Uh, mums are a fall uh, flower. Are plant. they the big round deals? Yeah, they look like ball, but like a, a big round ball. But they they will not open if they don't have sun. How do you uh, how do you possess this knowledge, rookie? I was at Bachman's over the weekend, oh. and my wife was inquiring as to why the mums haven't opened. <laughs> What's with and, the mums? Huh? Yeah, and because we thought we now had some bum mums. Yeah. When you put on nylons, do you wear underwear <laughs> under them, or do you wear just the nylons? <laughs> yeah, you're not laughing, are you? Yeah, I'm going to kind of regret that. I can't take it back. Hurricane mums. Yeah. I've never understood the underpants and nylons thing, and I, I just thought I'd ask from somebody who Kenny, might, might I put my one nylons on one leg at a time, just like you. We got a guy here on CNN. He he doesn't have to do the fake lean, but he's he's pretty much letting us know that he's uh, he's standing there in a b- pretty good wind. Well, what possible? Uh, again, I I like CNN's coverage because I at least get to see it with my own eyes, and I don't have to believe what they're telling me. But uh, how long are they going to leave this guy in danger? What I like is when the right. rain goes by sideways. Yeah, yeah. And he cool. stands there. What would be really impressive is uh, if he just blew away. If he just lifted up, <laughs> I would and be impressed by that. Blew off, like into, Mary off into the yeah, just off into the <laughs> distance. It, there he goes. Was it Roker? Did Roker bite the dust on one of those live shots? No, he's too heavy, isn't he? They but who was move it? Him. There was somebody that got knocked around pretty I have good. To be category one. If Jet, if that Jim Cantori comes to your town. You yeah. know you're in trouble. You know that there's going to be some. <laughs> He's from the Weather Channel. Yeah. He's going to kick some ass. He's going to be blowing around. Was he Thundersnow? Yep. Yeah, he uh, had the Thundersnow. Yep. That was pretty cool. He just is on constant red alert to get to wherever he can be in the worst possible situation. Does he have the Pontiac hearse like uh, Annie Gaylor? You know, they do. They they must have their own uh, version of the weather hearse <laughs> to get there. <laughs> but it's not funny. People will get angry. Right. There, That's are four, right. there are four million people in the panhandle affected by this. I don't know what the population of the Panhandle was in 1882, but it most certainly was not 4 million people. Right. 
Oh. I, uh, I did find some information, Kenny's question, about how they forecasted them in the old days. Yeah. Uh, the first hurricane warning service was set in the 1870s. Oh, It right. wow. was the work of a priest, Father Benito oh. Vinas. Father Guido Sarducci. One of those guys. <laughs> We're going to get some rain, man. The Lord tells me it's <laughs> going to rain. He was yeah. the director, no, of the Meteorological Observatory of the Royal College of Balen. Uh, he established a network of observation sites, developed the first methods to forecast them. And the way they'd let people know in those days, uh, if they thought something was coming, they'd put a bunch of red flags out. Okay. So that the people in the area would know there's a hurricane coming. Well, the Galveston hurricane uh, mm-hmm. at the turn of the century was yeah. uh, uh, an example of that. They they put the red flags up, but it still killed God knows how many people. Mm-hmm. And okay. I, I hope nobody dies in this. Apparently, a lot of people did evacuate, but there are also the diehards who hang on and say, no, I'm riding around. And if we find any looters, we need to have a looting policy, uh, uh, like a quick court, mm-hmm. where if you find somebody that's looting, I don't know what punishment we're going to give them, but that's about the lowest of the low. I agree. Okay. I, I agree. We agree. Looting is bad. I, you're <laughs> not out on a limb. Okay. Looting is bad. Let's. But I mean, if the window's broken and the door's open, no, Kenny, no, Kenny, no, Kenny, he's around. Kenny, Artificial no. looting is bad. I don't get it. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Long about April, you can see it in the people's eyes. Thank you, Johnny Holm. I got to clear up some old business. This is one of the most favorite emails I've received in a long time. Are you ready? Oh, is it upbeat? Mm-hmm. It's for, Yes, it's from Doug Heilman in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Joe, I was on a European vacation, and upon my arrival in Barcelona, and while recovering from jet lag... I enjoyed your podcast without any problems at all. However, my wife and I were attending Mass in St. Peter's Square with a tour of the Sistine Chapel to follow. While waiting in line to tour the chapel, I had my, I had my iPhone queued up ready to the latest podcast with the headphones provided by the tour guide. I thought this was a novel idea, and more importantly, my wife would have no suspicion I was listening to GL instead of the accomplishments of Michelangelo. <laughs> I would never get caught. Wow. So with some but little hesitation, I... And while looking up at the ceiling, I hit play. Guess what? The Sistine Chapel has no public Wi-Fi. Damn it. I was able to listen to the podcast while on the train back to the port city of Civitavecchia, Italy. Doug Heilman, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That's a devoted GI. That's cool. Ready to listen to the podcast in the Sistine Chapel. That is the kind of dedication we require. That's what we want. Yes. All right. Now, the... Ownership question that I brought up over oh, the last few God. days. Well, I'm, I'm going to limit it. Don't worry, Reavers. Background. Let's man. just, hey, we all get it now. Hey, we got it. Yeah, all we're on board. Hey, funny. <laughs> Background me here, Such. What are you talking about? Kenny, there are people in Europe who listen to the show. Wow. And you don't. <laughs> that's impressive. I don't think that's what he was looking for. I have a barn water issue, Such. I have a, I've got real life issues. Kenny, I'll bring you up to speed as briefly as I can. I was just uh, I was just rhetorically wondering the other day. Uh, I was lamenting the onset of driverless cars, and that dovetailed into the question of ownership. And I predict the ownership of things is going to come into play: land, homes, farms, cars, what have you. And it's resulted in uh, many, many emails, many emails, okay. mostly agreeing with me. All right. And then also yesterday, though, I was uh, I found myself intrigued uh, that the inventor of the icon 
on your gas gauge that tells you what side of the car the, the filler door is on. Uh, he never patented that, but he doesn't care. Okay. So we got talking about that. Okay. So I've got some emails just to clear up. All right. Tom Wilson, frequent emailer, has a great point. It seems like for U.S. cars, the gas cap should always be on the passenger side. No. Because if you run out of gas and have to pull over on the freeway, it's much safer to fill from a gas can on the curbside rather than stand in the moving traffic. I disagree. Why? Because I like pulling up to the pump and getting out and being right at the pump. <laughs> it and does I'm, take an extra right, and second and a right, half. And steps walk around. More importantly, I'm a man. I do not run out of gas. Okay, okay, okay. I get all that. <laughs> but you, you completely missed this fellow's point. His, not by accident. His point is, <laughs> if you're stuck on the freeway, you're safer on the sure. passenger sure. side. Yeah. That's all he offers? I'm in a cornfield. Oh, field. time travel came up too, Kenny. Oh, I've run out of gas in the freeway. Time travel has come up. You're not an adult if you run out of gas. Well, I got to go with uh, Kenny on at that. At the one. time, though, I was in my early 20s. Right. Yeah. You weren't an adult. Right. You should have been, sure. but you weren't. Right. Kenny, the. Uh, I had to get there. We had a little fun with time travel, and uh, Chief Offsite Correspondent uh, Kelsey provided us a YouTube video of examples of time travel, invariably all of them showing somebody appearing to talk on a cell phone in 1843. Huh. Or 1952 or whatever. Hmm. And my question, I should have had a better question, but my question was, who in the hell were they talking to? Right. All right. So. The future. Uh, and I, there were a number, a number of emails uh, <laughs> addressing this, and I've chosen a representative one, uh, Mike Fenske in Rochester, Minnesota. Let's suppose you grab your cell phone and got back to the 1930s. You would be standing on a planet that does not possess the technology to support the device. There would be no cell phone towers or communications networks in existence at that time to even allow a cell phone to work as we know it. Mm, but I could take pictures and video, <laughs> right? I, I just couldn't send them. I guess. Who would you be sending them to? That's well, the question. My girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Future looks great. Or how about the past? <laughs> Could the reason this is from uh, John? Everything is everything is the worst thing ever. Mapes. Uh, <laughs> could the reason that the gas tank caps are on different sides is because gas stations are set up to be accommodating to both sides? If all vehicles were say left side Phillips, it would cause longer wait times while the right side Phillips stay unused. And if that is the case, what is the percentage of left side versus right side vehicles? Loving the podcast, and thanks for keeping my bumper music in regular rotation. John, everything is the worst thing ever. Mates. <laughs> I don't know how to answer his question. There uh, was a, can, may I interrupt for just a moment? You because may. You, your, you may. your cell phone story there made me think of an old Twilight Zone episode. Oh, yeah? Uh, a plane went back in time somehow. Yeah. Come on. A big jet. Yeah. They didn't know how. Uh, but at the end, the, the little trick at the end that they always pulled on the Twilight Zone, there was no airport large enough for that plane to land in the year it went back to. It was 1931 oh. or something. So they had the end was just the pilot saying, please, everyone remain calm. After they discovered they had no place to land. I see. So, well, what happened? Did the plane crash? That was the end. That was, I see. That was the, well, what happened? Well, <laughs> yeah, but what happened? What's the yeah, first thing you, know you would what? do if you could travel back into time or into the future. Pick me, pick me. I have what? no desire. Uh, Microsoft stock, boom, buying it. Okay. <laughs> wow. That's not, uh, even, that's not even that far back in time. Well, that's what that I really that's is. What I would do. I want to meet Abraham Lincoln, and then I'd want to go to Dallas to prove that Lee Harvey Oswald killed John Kennedy. Okay. Sure. Kenny? Those are mine, too. 
I don't fantasize like that. I have you guys are Bruh? really. I don't have uh, any don't desire have, to. Uh, have, uh, there's nothing uh, particular that, that occurs to me <laughs> uh, about going back in time. I go pick a couple lotto numbers if you go to the future. <laughs> huh? You won again. There's some lakes in Minnesota I'd like to see in the 1930s and 40s, <laughs> just so I could harvest all the boats, put them in time capsule storage, yeah, and then time travel sure. the boats to the future. Uh huh. Mm. Okay, I got a dumb question. Uh, yeah. I got a dumb question. Yep. So I'm uh, I'm standing in Reykjavik, Iceland in 1943, and I have a cell phone. And I'm on the phone. Do I need a cell phone tower for my cell phone to call a landline? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. All right. It would, you would need In that. other words, the tower just... Does not is not there to accommodate only cell phone to cell phone calls. It's right. there to accommodate the cell phone to make any kind of but call. But mirrors exist, and your camera works, so you could go belly up to a mirror and take a photo for the CP and send that, or not send it to her. You could show it to her. You you so. got to be added to the scan list. You scan him. Joe and crew, I'm listening to the podcast. No, I don't think he understands. No, I don't think he does either. I don't think he understands. We get it, Kenny. Okay. As long as you guys get it. (laughs) I'm listening to the podcast for Monday, the 8th of October. On the concept of the loss of ownership, I get what Joe is saying, but I see it a little differently. Businesses will not stop selling us stuff. There is too much money to be made by doing so. We will always be able to own items. What we are losing is control and privacy. You all skirted this in the discussion, but it merits an in-depth look. From our cars with OnStar and similar systems, home security systems, lighting control apps, and furnace AC control apps, we are giving up control and privacy. We still pay for the items and own them, but to use the technology, we use an app or computer to access their servers and use those servers to control our lights, garage doors, security systems, etc. We have given them complete control to monitor where, what, and when we are using the devices we own. What is to stop someone from deciding that my light should not stay on past a certain time and turn them off? Monitor what I watch on TV, access via my computer, or where I go in my car. I am a retired police officer from the city of St. Paul, and law enforcement routinely uses, legally, the ability to locate a missing or stolen vehicle that are equipped with services like OnStar. Mm -hmm. Even shut it down if necessary. These services have the ability to monitor and control the vehicle even when the owners haven't signed up for an account. I get emails from my cars when the tire pressures are low or they are due for service. Uh, The other item I wish to refer to references the Austin TV reporter who was fired. The comments on the podcast were made with some disagreement on whether it would have happened had he been wearing a Hillary hat. When I first saw the story, I had the same thought and contacted the station and exchanged several emails with Jerry Watson, the general manager of KTTC, who assured me that no journalist on our staff is allowed to demonstrate bias or report with bias while representing KTTC, especially at a a political rally. I just wanted to uh, pass that tidbit along for what it's worth. Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Rick. P.S. Cystic fibrosis has touched our family, and this is the uh, this is the grandfather of Ava. Ava's doing great in school and hard to keep up with. Great strides are being made through the work of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation in finding a cure. Please consider a donation to Cystic Fibrosis Foundation to support their research by sponsoring me on the Great Strides Walk. All right, Rick Anderson. Thanks, Rick. And finally, Mayor, I felt the need to put in my two cents and maybe shine a little ray of hope. I'm 24 years old, and I can strongly relate to Joe's observation of the car culture declining in millennials. 
I have always had an interest in every type of car. When you explain millennials as not being interested in cars, I think you are right and wrong. It all depends where you look. For instance, I went to a private school in Rochester, and it was not a stretch to say that I was the only one who knew how many cylinders were in my car. Oh, However, geez. upon joining the Air Force six years ago, I'm separating in two weeks if you're hiring, I have realized that you just need to know where to look. The majority of the people I work with are ages 18 to 30, and our parking lot legitimately looks like a car show most days. There are many guys I work with who have multiple car projects. I know you were not intending a blanket, a blanket statement about my generation, but I am here just to let you know that all hope is not lost. I can get you a millennial car guy. I can get you a millennial car guy by three. Huh. Nice. Good luck, Eric Guevermont. Guevermont. Okay. Thank you. That's Thank a ray of hope. It is. Can we get a John Height newscast? When we come back. Mm-hmm. All right. By accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Everything is the worst thing ever. John May. <laughs> Funny how that works. Here's John Hyde in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. Uh, before this newscast is over, I'm going to give you a little uh, hint here. Uh, Joe and I were talking earlier. We're going to go through the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. One of my favorite days we of the year. Every year. Wow. Yeah. So I can turn my nose up at most of them. <laughs> Matt Dunn, uh, in local news, the owner of Screamtown, a popular Twin Cities metro area Halloween attraction, is apologizing for his Facebook post that included language specifically targeting Somalis. He acknowledged writing the post early Tuesday morning on a private Facebook group called Screamtown Actors, announcing a no-tolerance policy at Screamtown. Uh, The post read, Note that we are having a zero-tolerance policy with Somalis. Other guests, you make your best judgment call, but absolutely zero tolerance with Somalis. After customers became aware of the post, screenshots of it were circulated on social media. Uh, TV affiliate downstairs, KSTP, uh, they reached out to Dunn for comment. He said it was a poorly written memo, to say the least. Certainly came off wrong. I apologize if we offended what seemed like a large group of folks. This memo was regarding a small number of people. He said the post itself arose from a small group of kids who had been causing trouble at Screamtown and his desire to keep the place safe for everyone. And, um, Joe? I'm here. You wonder why they were quiet um, when the situation arose a couple weeks ago. Right. There's why. Right. Well, let's review this story. Mm-hmm. He apparently uh, is running some Halloween uh, deal. Yeah, yes. a, fr- yeah a, it's a It's a very popular <clears throat> yeah, very Halloween successful. deal. And uh, some uh, Somali youth uh, apparently caused a disturbance. And this has happened with frequency. And he's merely telling his employees uh, zero tolerance. What did he mean? The, the Somali youth would not be allowed to buy a ticket. Uh, I think probably if they see anything happen, yeah, they'd be grab them and get them out, out of there. immediately. Well, why? That, that, why is that not? Why isn't that? Because in, in this day and age, I mean, I would expect my kid to be collared and called out of there. What? What's correct? The but he shouldn't have said Somali. But if that okay? But fact is fact, right? If those Somali um, uh, youth. All he said was, "I don't think you, can you have to watch this. out for these." Uh, I, Matt, I don't think you can defend this. I think the guy just—he should have just said, "Maybe if any meant, kid causes trouble, get no, him out of here." No, he should have just said right zero, tolerance. zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. Zero tolerance. Period. Zero tolerance exactly. for any disturbance. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll, that's exactly. fair. In, put, put any ethnic group in there, and it's going to sound wrong. Yeah. Right? It, does, and it doesn't. Anything matter. or yeah. sex for that matter. Watch yeah. those Jewish kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's unfortunate because. 
he he was probably frustrated. He's a he's very I know him. He's a very hard worker, and he works every angle. Well, he made a mistake. Yeah, he, 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 he made, made a mistake. But this is a problem there, and and well, okay, we'll leave it at that. Well, the problem is solved by a zero tolerance policy for Period. shenanigans. Yep. Period. Exactly. Hurricane Michael opening its bombardment of the Florida Panhandle with wind and rain beginning to batter the coastline hours before the strengthening Category 4 storm was expected to make landfall. The authorities warned that it was too late to flee the storm, which the National Hurricane Center described as potentially uh, catastrophic. According to Governor Rick Scott of Florida, this is the worst storm our Florida Panhandle has seen in a century. It's upon us, and now is the time to seek refuge. I really wish this CNN guy would blow away. Yeah. He's fighting it right now. He's doing the uh, the bracing of himself. No, he's not doing the fake lean. No, he's not leaning forward, but he's bracing himself. He, he's in a violent situation there. Uh, Have he, you ever seen those extractions that I imagine uh, CIA does where a guy will strap himself into something and then he'll float up a helium balloon that yeah. goes 200 feet up into the air yeah. and then a jet comes by and hooks it yeah. and just pulls him up? That's what I want to see. I want to see this guy just disappear. Yeah. A newspaper. Close there he goes. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I don't want him to get hurt, but I would like to see him entrapped in the upper branches of a big tree. <laughs> I do like how we have the wind meter like we used to have the noise meter at the Metrodome yeah. during the World Series. Yeah. That's a nice touch. Let me read it. What is the wind right now? Uh, I'm not seeing 150? a wind. 100. 100 miles an hour. 100. 100. 100. 100. 100. 100. Is that near the creek? <laughs> yep. A newspaper close to the Turkish president published photos Wednesday of what it said was a 15-member assassination squad allegedly sent to target Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi, who went missing after entering the Saudi consulate in Istanbul last week. Turkish officials suspect Khashoggi was killed at the Saudi consulate, allegations rejected by Saudi Arabia, which says he left the premises. Turkey has been given permission to search the diplomatic post, an extraordinary development that shows the increasing international pressure the kingdom is facing over Khashoggi's disappearance. Uh, the New York Times today, uh, citing an unnamed Turkish, uh, Turkish official, saying in order to kill Khashoggi, he had to have come from the highest levels of the Saudi royal court. The official told the Times most of those 15 Saudis who came to Istanbul Disappear after Khashoggi disappeared had been identified by Turkish authorities. They said one of them was an expert in autopsies who may have helped dismember the journalist's body. The official told the Times a bone saw was among the items brought Jeez. into Turkey. Wow, what? It's yeah. a bizarre story. A lot of stuff going on. I wonder Easy. if he's any related, uh, any relation to Agnan Khashoggi, who we just lost. Correct. Who's that? I don't know. The richest guy in the world. Oh, he was always really? on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Oh, yeah. With Robin Light. <laughs> Ognon Khashoggi. He is here, I've seen, on his 475-foot yacht as, heading to the Caribbean. As soon as you said Agnon Khashoggi, I wondered to myself, how soon will he break out the Robin Light? I thought that was the name of a restaurant. Champagne wishes and caviar <laughs> dreams. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame class. Uh, now, this is this is not the people who... Get the who, foghorn ready, Rook. Okay. These are not the people going in. These are the nominees, nominees. Yeah, for right. induction into the 2019 class. Uh, first-timers, let's go with those, huh? Yeah. Uh, Def Leppard? No. Not not me personally. Not, not they me will either. get in. Foghorn it. I, I saw them when the drummer still had both arms. That's, oh, that's oh, a long oh, time oh. ago. <laughs> no, no... No band with a drummer with one arm should be in the Hall of Fame. He's good, though. Yeah, but that's... Oh, shut On up. the cymbal. How good would he be with two arms? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, more uh, new uh, nominees. Devo. 
Uh, absolutely not. Foghorn. What? They've contributed, no. they've contributed nothing. Whip it nothing. good. Nothing. With those hats? Foghorn. No. John, are you with me? Rescind yeah, I'd that Foghorn. No. That's just terrible. No, no Def Leppard, no Devo. They no. deserve to be. No. no, they don't, Kenny. Go back to pick. the Krabby Coffee Shop and play your Devo music. What else did Devo have? Next name. What hat? Uh, John, Whip it again. Oh, yeah. John Prine. Okay. Yes. Okay. John Prine's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. Roxy Music. Yeah, it doesn't mm. offend me. I like Roxy Music. I, I don't know that I'd want him in the rock and roll. I'm not sure there's a full enough body of work. Is what there? is there? What's Roxy Music? I've never got that. Mm-hmm. Brian, Brian Ferry. Don't uh, get that. Okay. Slave to Love. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, they're a good band. But no, not, they're not. Uh, they I guess suck. don't waste it on me. Okay. Here's, you know, the, every year I say this, but the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame doesn't really matter anymore. If you're going right? to let them in, you got to let Devo Well, in. we've let Journey and Bon Jovi in the last two years. Right. I mean, it's no longer I matters. With, I agree with John. But you're also the same guy, Hyde. I love you today. Death, but you're the same guy that says you aren't going to watch the Grammys every year, and every year you watch the Grammys. I haven't seen the Grammys in three years. That's not true. John, That's what very true. I John haven't seen the Height, what you're yeah. saying is yes. it's just not tough enough to get in anymore. Well, yeah, everybody's getting in. Right. Keep going. Uh, Stevie Nicks as a solo artist. Oh, yes. BF. Uh, <laughs> careful. Careful. Yes. She gets in. Todd Rundgren. Yes. I can't believe he's not in on Yeah, that, that's, a, that's legit. Yeah. yeah, definitely. You only like him because the Packers use this song when they score touchdowns. No, I, I didn't know that. What do they play? Uh, the da, 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 da. Isn't that Todd Rundgren? It's John Phillips. I want to work no, it's all day. Not. What's, I, I don't want to work on the drum. That's Todd Rundgren. That's yeah. probably his worst song ever. But right, okay. it's a horrible song. <laughs> Uh, f- let's see. Now we have fellas who've been nominated before in bands. LL Cool J. Not for me. Yeah, he gets in. Kraftwork. Nope. Oh, no gross. I don't get that. <laughs> Nerd nope. City. Nope. Other hey, no- I, I can play 18 keyboards at once. I even <laughs> use both feet. Oh, okay. Other nominees. Janet Jackson. Nope. She'll get in because of, of sales. She's of Janet Jackson. Record sales. That's a nope. The MC5. She's the one that got her top ripped off. In That's the Super Bowl, right. 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 Not, she should I, be in just for that. I can't go with the MC5. I uh, yeah, and uh, they're again, so noisy. Uh, well, again, the body of work is so small. Right. It's I, I need more than one or two albums. Size doesn't right. matter, John. They used a lot of fuzz too, didn't they? They John? did. Yeah, that, that fuzz is irritating. Yeah, they had a really good guitar player, Wayne Kramer, who still is playing. Actually, the okay. body of work was very shallow on this. Let's one. go. Let's keep the list moving. Radiohead. No, nope. no, they're too no. self-indulgent. Yep, I can't stand them. Right. Rage. Oh, here you go, Kenny. Rage against the machine. Oh, they absolutely. Are in. Not Rally for me. round your family. I might go to Cleveland just to watch it. With a pocket full of shells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fun. Kenny. Rally uh, round your family. Oh. Pocket full of shells. Again, they get small. in. Body of they work. Get I can't. I'm listening to. Where did you see parade. them in the first half? A friend of mine, Larry, says they should call themselves Rage Against their record company because they're millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that, I bet he delivered. <laughs> Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Yes, 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 <sighs> yes. The Cure. Yes. No, they're not in. Uh, well, For me, the here, Cure goes in. Here's a the Cure. The, yes. Mint Car. Oh. Love the Cure. Here's Gross. here's one I don't get uh, that should have been in 15 years ago. The zombies. Why are they not in? Short body of work. Well, no, walk, like four or five albums. Okay, <laughs> I'll I'll go with. Are you zombies. going with the Cure, John? Uh, I'm not a huge Cure fan. Uh, so personally, but they I have mean, the body of work. I think Commit, they have the body John, of work. Tell the truth. Well, Commit. They I, suck. I, well, they don't <laughs> suck. I, I love Mint Cars. I love that yeah. song. But the rest of the stuff, I can pretty much take or leave. Pictures of you. Oh, yeah. pictures yeah. of you is phenomenal. No. Gross. No. Friday. I'm in love. Yeah, some of it. Yeah. London no. Calling. 
That's no, the that's clash. The clash. Oh, dang it. Whoops. Uh, that's that's the end of the list. Yeah. Uh, now, Not much w- of a list. That's once, who's nominated? Once again, I must point out, Los Lobos is not nominated. That's Los Lonely Boys, you idiots. Same thing. No, it's really not, actually. You're the only guy I know that likes Lost Lobos It's Los Lobos. They're not the Lost Lobos. You should start maybe reading a little bit. There's a lot of people that like them, Kenny. Now, who sent us this list, Joe? Kelsey? Chief Offsite Correspondent Kelsey. There's some bands on this list that aren't in yet that is pretty amazing, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay Giles band? Yeah, not for me. Yeah, you should oh, go. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No. Definitely. The Guess Who? Nah. Uh, yeah, I'd go with Guess Who. Nah, I would they're too. so yep. boring and dumb. No, they're not. Uh, the Doobie Brothers? <laughs> yeah, they, I'd, I'd, they I'd they How are they not in? Yeah, I don't understand that. Potheads. <laughs> Plus, they had the big big TV appearance, right, Rook? What's happening? Launched What's them. happening? Yeah. Launched them. Well, no, they've been around five years by then already, Rook. I think we run uh, doing the old. Uh, and he listed some though that I, I could care less about, like Boston and Kansas, I, I, a foreigner. They, I, I don't carry know. on my way. Ario Speedwagon, no, no gross, no, this, no. disgusting. Yeah, that's no. what that is. April Wine, what about them? Uh, he doesn't list them, but yeah, they're not in either. So what, what so, is Kelsey listing bands that he wants in there? Uh, some that are still not in, he says. Oh well, they shouldn't be. Yeah, how about Johnny Holmes? There's only a few that uh, is Skinner in. Uh, Skinner's in, yeah. They are? Yeah. How was that show, Why by wouldn't the they way? Be? Yeah. It was Kenny, fun. How did Kenny you... and I had a thing. We had a... How did... Yeah, yeah did you guys drive together? Yeah. Well, first of all... I wasn't asked. We had to leave early because to get to the car, it was like a, an hour and a half walk. <laughs> oh, did he put... No. Outside in the rain. Did he put you in his... In his... Parking place downtown this that's is what, four this is, miles away? This is what sold me. He, he lives fairly close, but this is what sold me when he said, I have a parking spot. I thought... This guy yeah. is connected. He's yeah. got a spot I in the XL ramp. the bowels? In right. the XL ramp. Next to we're Craig gonna, Leopold. We're going to get out of the car. <laughs> we're going to get into an elevator. No, we're going to no. walk out in the auditorium. Yes. I never made that promise. We parked over by the St. Saint Paul Saints ballpark. No, no, you did not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you, you have four to, blocks What is away. that called? Lower town or yeah. other town yeah. or yeah. way <laughs> over there town? You're screwed town. It did was you? uphill <laughs> both ways. Did you have to fireman? In, in the rain. Did you have to fireman carry him like I do sometimes? He walks. He walks like he's got a broken hip too. He's got a funny gait to him. But the worst, I don't like being talked about in the third. <laughs> yeah, person. you're sitting right there. Right the hell? worst part about this is, is Joe. I'm not going to tell you where he lives, but he lives on the same side of the river as the XL. Yet we cross the river twice. I don't what? understand twice. it. Twice. That's how messed up. He is. We went to Egan. To get to downtown St. Paul. We did yes. not go to Egan. We went to the border of Egan. Very scenic way to get there. It's very oh. peaceful. You know, very Kenny, peaceful. I know exactly the best the part, though. Of- I, I told Such on the way, I haven't gone this way into downtown St. Paul since I smoked pot 24 <laughs> hours a day. Yeah. Well, the best the- pot part, though, uh, Kenny, though, the was the group pot. the group photo we took where you oh did look like gosh. you were smoking pot yeah. 24 well, hours why, a day. Why did you have to use that photo? That was the because uh, a few members of the group only stuck around for one photo. Yeah, well, we had to get to the car. <laughs> yeah. We had yeah, to leave at I didn't have time. many options. We had to put on our backpack and hiking shoes and sweatband. Now, don't ever fall for that Make sure one. we had enough water to replenish ourselves during the journey. Jeez. Right, more mocking next hour. Stick around. Thank you very much. Don't forget to rate us on Apple iTunes. You are listening to the Garage Logic Podcast.